Yeah, I love the I love the bass on that song. In fairness to it, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's because this time I'm listening to it through the yeah, like the headphones, but I'm like, oh, feel like taking a pill. Um, yeah, busy morning. What a weekend in the NFL! It was a tense weekend. I was I was fired up last night, you know, at that Bills Steelers game, you know, because Bills fans drove me mad, you know, online, basically just once tweeting. Just the tweeting once, you know. Uh, but then the referees wound me up. Oh, Jesus Christ. So much so that I had to bring it up to a therapist this morning, you know. They're like, what's things going? I go, well, listen, I found myself quite heated last night uh, when the referees weren't throwing flags. And she was like, okay. Usually these uh, sessions are kind of like kept for people, you know, who have lost family members rather than, you know, Rather than referees ruining your and it, ruining a game that you were already going to lose and you were fine with losing, <laughs> you shouldn't have even been there. Yes, but anyway, I will get into the NFL. But my beloved Steelers are out uh, in a match that they didn't deserve to win. In fairness, like it's not it's not like it changed anything. Uh, the Bills are a much better team. Uh, well, they have a quarterback. Tends to be a good one or a, a very good one. Uh, but uh, <laughs> and I'm, and we shouldn't have even fucking been there. But I'll get to that anyway uh, in a bit. Uh, I'm going to start off with a couple of things that I don't think I've messaged. Uh, like I don't even think I've talked about. First of all, uh, and I got to bring it up because it's still like the funniest thing that I've ever heard was that Jewish tunnel thing. Uh, some people, I actually started doing a joke about it the last day. Uh, it tanked so badly. You know, like, uh, I, I can't do the joke again, but it was basically people who were, I said something about, like, imagine opening up, a, like, a manhole or something, and then there's a whole load of rabbis there peeking their heads up, and then it was like, it was like fucking whack-a-mole, and then I ad-libbed and said whack a shmole and people were just like, what are you talking about? And I go, yeah, I don't know, I'm going to ditch this part as well. But what I did want to bring up is, and I don't know if you know about this, because, again, some people in the audience had no idea what I was talking about. The Jewish people living in tunnels underneath New York City. It's not a conspiracy theory. I am not getting my news from the Joe Rogan experience. This actually happened. Um, and my favorite thing was there was like uh, some guy on Twitter who went viral in November for saying, there are Jewish people living under my floorboards, you know? Like a like a really worried German uh, citizen <laughs> back in the day. Like if the if the Gestapo come and they find Jewish people under my floorboards, I ain't harboring, you know, I ain't harboring these people. Uh, but anyway, some guy was just like, some guy started tweeting, went viral, going like, I'm not mental. There's Jewish people living underneath my house. I can hear them. They singing songs and stuff, and uh, nobody believed them. Nobody believe him. They passed him off as a fucking madman. And then hysterically, what happened? A month and a half, two months later, look what's happened. They're being pulled out of the pulled out of the sewers. I mean I mean the whole thing is just talk about damage for like setting up racists, you know. They were what? They were scampering around the sewers. Yeah, like you're just like, oh sweet Jesus Christ. You're like, haven't the Jewish people got free enough? You know? Uh, I'm going to strictly say Jewish people here, not Zionists, you know, not the state of Israel, who, uh, again, this whole Jewish people under thing, if, if I did equate Jewish people, to all Jewish people to be Zionists, you would also be sitting there going like, to new fucking, this whole Jewish tunnel thing, you know, you're quite fascinated with land that isn't yours, aren't you? You know, they didn't get planning permission for those tunnels. That's all I'm saying. 
Anyway, the whole thing is absolutely fucking bizarre. And one of the funniest starts to... 2024 has already been just fucking hilarious. There was... It's, we're like two weeks in. We've had... Let me try and think about this. Right, we had we had Luke Littler. You know that there, the, the darts player and his pedo girlfriend. We have had the Jewish people in the tunnels. Absolutely insane. We've had... Had, oh yeah, yeah. They have the fucking Epstein client list, uh, and people are like, "What is the number one celebrity on the Epstein client list?" And you're just sitting there going, "Like, believe it or not, Stephen Hawking." Well, there's no way to say that without being sarcastic, because if someone said to me, like, you know, if you were to break the news, like, yeah, uh, yeah, who's the number one celebrity? And you're just sitting there going, "Like Stephen Hawking," and then you're just like, "Yeah, mate, I get it," because that is the funniest answer, you know, just. Wheeled him into a child orgy, closed the door, said, have luck. Thank you. Uh, and then, uh, you know, they're like, they would be sitting there going like, what do you mean? Like the, the guy in the wheelchair? And you're like, yep, didn't hold him back. Child orgies, believe it or not. So that was quite funny. Uh, we've ended up, we've ended up like, uh, it was just a fucking funny start to the year. This is like, what, 15 days in? I don't even think I looked at the news for the first five days. I hope it continues on in the, in this trajectory because I feel like these are... Fu- I don't want, like, a fucking pandemic or something, obviously. But, you know, these are kind of funny stories. I, there are victims, you know. You know, uh, there's a lot of anti-Semitism flying around after the Jewish tunnel thing. Uh, you know, uh, Epstein, <laughs> Epstein Island did have victims, uh, believe it or not. <laughs> I always wonder, you ever see TikTok people as well that have like, uh, you know, they're like, these two guys swam up to Epstein Island and there's always security guards chasing them off the beach. I never know if that's actually Epstein Island or have they just, you know, like what's there now? There's bound to be YouTube videos about this, uh, which I will check and come back to next week. Uh, Speaking of TikTok, I found something really, really, really funny where a, a guy has... If you don't know Smokey Robinson, he was like a fucking blues Motown singer from like the fucking... In my head, he's like 60s, 50s, 60s. Well, I didn't know he was still making music and is on TikTok. uh, And he released a film. He's got that old man kind of like like plastic surgery kind of face, but still quite old. You know, like sparkly fucking jacket sitting in his car. But basically, he released an album called Gasms. And some guy called him out, going like, "Nobody told me Smokey Robinson is better than a thing called Gasms." And essentially, Smokey Robinson, who is for some reason still on t- is on TikTok, finds him and starts like, "He's just started beef." Some dude, start, some young lad started a beef with Smokey Robinson on TikTok, and I fucking love it. Um, uh, and you know what? Before I'm, I have to play this uh, as well because this has been wrecking my mind. That uh, fucking Daniel sent it to me, uh, right and. Right, do you remember Liam Neeson? This is all off topic, by the way. We'll get to the playoffs and all that. I know it's a serious season, but I am just talking about TikTok and shit I've seen. But um, I was just talking, because I'd, I'd recently seen a Liam Neeson movie. I was just watching Liam Neeson. I go, fuck, I haven't seen Liam recently. You know, like I, I, I was watching Love Actually for the other podcast, Absolute Cuts, a couple of weeks ago and all that there type of stuff. But you know, like he's kind of done that old man thing where he just does action films. And I've seen a TikTok where Liam Neeson, and if you remember anything, Liam Neeson, I think it was some guy raped one of Liam Neeson's friends or something like that, and he he lost it in an interview and said, 
that he was going to like scour the streets to find the black B word, uh, which is insane thing, absolutely insane, just straight up racist. Any black person will will feel my revenge for this, um, which is that's prime Northern Ireland. I'm not saying everyone in Northern Ireland's racist. That's insane, but that is prime Northern Irish behavior. But then I I saw this TikTok, and he was promoting the movie Silence. And I'm going to just play it, right? Because do you not think, like, if you're trying to promote this movie, do you think the director's just like, we got Liam Neeson, you're all very happy about it, uh, you got your man, and then he goes in to try and do a fucking... He tries to do an interview to promote the film and does this. Just listen to this. This is Liam Neeson. I mean, it sounds like an incredible shoot, but there was an earthquake, Joey, and that must have been quite terrifying for yourself and all of the cast members. Terrifying. I was in a hotel on the 19th floor in the morning and the building shook i've been in an earthquake before in la for some reason it was different i got under a doorway because they all say get under a doorway and as i was standing there in the room shaking i thought this is crazy so i got my passport went out into the hallway and the hallway was going like this i'm not exaggerating and there was a little lady Dressed in black, who was the manageress of that floor, she was knocking on the doors with her clipboard, checking the rooms had been cleaned to the right perfection, all the rest of it. She turned and saw me like this, up against the door. And she said, Ah, no problem, no problem. I'd be here 20 years, no problem. That was it. But it was scary. Oh, my arsehole clenched when I said, like, like, Jesus Christ. You know, like, who thought that, why did you think that was a good idea? Uh, fucking hell. The guy, the director of the movie, The Silence, or whatever the fuck the movie was called, he was trying to promote, probably just had his hands on his face going, why the fuck did we hire this man? Because, <laughs> like, if you saw that, you'd just be like, oh, well, I'm not going to watch this film. You know, that's absolutely insane. But yes. Look, it's a golden age for Irish actors, but a couple of them are on the way out. Mainly due to old man racism. Uh, <laughs> fuck it. Here's the news headlines. Let's get into the NFL. This is the clear and oblivious news. News right down your fucking ears. The Dallas Cowboys yet again blew their chance at a Super Bowl being badly beaten by the Green Bay Packers. When we asked Devontae Turpin what Jerry Jones said in the locker room, he said it contained more racial slurs than a Tarantino movie. The Bills comfortably dispatched of the Pittsburgh Steelers in a snow game with no snow. The referees for no reason decided to intervene in making the loss worse because it wouldn't be a playoff without it being all about the boys in black and white. Kirby Joseph has ended another tight end season. After first low tackling and busting TJ Hawkinson's knee, the defensive back for the Lions then ended the season and probably next season of Tyler Higby. This man was responsible for more damaged knees than an IRA enforcer. The Detroit Lions finally won a playoff game in what is possibly now coming on 400 years. The ex-Rams quarterback Goff led the Lions to a win over the ex-Lions quarterback Stafford who then lead the Rams. Yes, that's right. Bit of a tongue twister, but it's true. 
The next playoff game will feature the Chiefs versus the Bills with Tony Romo on commentary. We here at Clear and Oblivious genuinely wonder how he's going to be able to talk gobbling both quarterbacks' cocks all fucking game. But we cannot wait. That's all for this week's Clear and Oblivious news headlines. Are you Jewish in the greater New York area and have nowhere to go at night? Well, boy, do we have news for you. We here at the SJTC, that's the Secret Jewish Tunnels crew, to you heathens, hold parties, get-togethers, and even prayer under the streets and sewers of New York City. It's anti-Semitism if you laugh at us. The police say, what is it with you guys at the moment claiming land that isn't yours? But we here at the Secret Jewish Tunnel crew need you. Come find us under your nearest manhole cover. If you enjoy this podcast and want to get more involved, I have a Patreon account where you will get bonus short episodes during the week and access to our thriving Discord community, who discuss the games live, play games like fantasy football, and even drop topic suggestions for the bonus episodes. Join the Clear and Oblivious team at patreon.com forward slash clear and oblivious. All right, all right, we've all had a laugh. We've all had a little giggle. All right, but now it's time to get serious back into the actual NFL here with this podcast is uh, supposedly about um, big week in the NFL. Obviously, it's the first of the wild card weekend, um, which uh, as it right. Look, let's just go through. I think the best thing to do is go through the games. Uh, last night, I didn't last the full game. I kind of like uh, and I'm talking about the Eagles Buccaneers game. We'll start with that. I mean, uh I understand that, like, the Eagles have had such a bad fall from grace, you know, like, they were, they looked like the clear sweep at one stage, you know, it was either between them or the San Francisco 49ers, uh, and they are a bottom 10 team in the last five games, essentially, with their results that have been that poor. Uh, I saw the picture before that game with Jalen Hurts' finger, they were like, I mean, he didn't know if it was dislocated or broken, I'm like, mate, it doesn't matter, it doesn't look too good, and I don't know, I just feel like Jalen Hurts is... When he's at his best, he is. He looks very, very good. But I reckon, like he's easily thrown off. You know, unless he's fully fit or fully in it, he just doesn't seem to be able to like uh, to work it out very well. Uh, I was quite surprised at the Eagles' defense, just absolutely not showing up at all, just not m- missing, missing fucking tag. Like I'll tell you one thing about this, because Baker Mayfield went in smelling like salts, like when he going into the 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 thing, I was like, this country ready for it. He knows, and I think you just you know you just you've lost so many things just before the playoffs. They must have just they just got into their own head. I've never seen a fall like it. In fairness, from a team that was clearly like possibly the second best or the best in the NFL for most of the season. Uh, I mean, like even in the first like what I saw of the game, and I don't actually know because I haven't seen the second. I only know the results, but up until halftime. There was a lot of dropped passes by Tampa Bay. There was something like six. I'm pretty sure it was the most ever in a playoff game by halftime. Like, Cade Otten had dropped about four or five. He also made a couple of spectacular ones. Mike Evans, uncharacteristically, like, dropped one or two. Uh, and it's very funny. Uh, as I know that I'm, I'm not a bad... I'm not a, I don't hate Baker Mayfield. I think it's more of a hatred of the Browns is probably doing this. But it's very funny that he has went being dumped... And it's now gotten further than the Cleveland Browns, you know, uh, amazing work. But um, yeah, basically a big game for them. Tampa Bay has knocked out the Eagles. And there's been like a lot of big teams been knocked out already. So it's going to be fucking interesting to see how the rest of the season goes. Um, I've seen like there was a couple of videos of Baker Mayfield. They're like, oh, what a cool guy. And it's just those things where he's like squirting water at one of his coaches and you're like oh what a legend which is a proper like tie in your head at a, a christmas party behavior 
uh, stuff like that. But in terms of uh, laughing at the Browns, very, very, very funny. In terms of laughing at the Eagles, very, very, very funny. Uh, so it's interesting to see. It further compounded the news, the old uh, J- Jason, the old Jason Kelsey has actually retired today from the NFL. We just got the news pretty much before we started recording this. Uh, I say we, just literally me. Me and my fridge here. Um, so Jason Kelsey is gone. So that's going to be one of those faces that just, you know, you're like, it, it was just like a a centerpiece, a real stalwart, a real veteran face that you just you presumed every game. So it's such an important position too. It's going to be interesting to see how uh, the Eagles do with that. I presume they'll do fine in fairness. They seem to have a pretty good team. But I did check what I must tell you. Oh, I did check um, the Eagles' uh, off-season, we see, like Eagles' agent list. Uh, one second till I get this up. Okay, so I've got the free agency list here of, listen to this for some big names. There's only so many of these, obviously, you can bring back uh, if you're an Eagles fan, uh, if you're an Eagles team. So Jason Kelsey, that's not up yet, but he is obviously retired. Fletcher Cox is out of, at this thing, Fletcher Cox is out. Uh, Defensive tackle, defensive end, right along beside him. Brandon Graham is also gone. Uh, Marcus Mayorda, back up, sure. Uh, DeAndre Swift, their main running back, is gone. Boston Scott, the running back. Uh, Zach Zach Cunningham, all starters, these guys. You know, Justin Evans gone. Shaquille Leonard was just brought in. He's going to be gone. The other backup running back, Rashad Penny, is gone. Olamari Zacchaeus is also gone. Um, Okunbeck, oh no, no, no. Bradley Mann, Braden Mann, Albert uh, Okun, I can't pronounce him, but you know, you know, I'm fucking talking about. He used to play for Denver, I believe, last year. Uh, Quez Watkins, Jack Stoll. I mean, there is a lot of people, uh, like dropping off that type of that type of fucking thing. So it's going to be very interesting to see what the Eagles do in this off season to get them back to this thing. I feel like that was their go. At, 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 like you know. You've had obviously recent, very much recent success too, but I felt like this was their last go, just with a lot of the ages of a lot of these people. Now, a lot of those people that I just mentioned were a bit old. Most of them are actually over their thirties, so they should be probably looking to move on from it anyway. But uh, yeah, big big loss for Nick Sirianni and the boys. Uh, no, there's not going to be a single bus shelter safe in Philadelphia last night. <laughs> I say tonight, but I just realised it's the day over. Um, so yeah. So that there goes that. Uh, let's start at the very start. I know I started from last night. So we'll go for the very first game of this wild card weekend. Uh, I believe, uh, yes, it's not. It's not this week. Sorry, next week Kansas won. I just saw a stat. I was about to say it wrongly there. That tomorrow, next Chiefs' next game, next playoff game will be the first time outside the Super Bowl that Mahomes has played a playoff game away from home, which is bizarre. Just shows you how dominant the Chiefs are at winning their division and stuff like that. That's going to be their very first road game in a playoff during the Patrick Mahomes era. Uh, so that's absolutely wild. So Kansas, anyway, of course, ran out 26-7 winners over the Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins are another team that I, you'd think at the start when the way things were trending that the Dolphins would probably be the better team than the Chiefs this year considering all the receiver, like most of the receivers in the Chiefs seem to have no arms at the moment. Uh... Yeah, but like the Dolphins, they just fucking, they absolutely, as soon as a team is like over 0.5, they're just fucking twin towers, you know? They're the spine of Stephen Hawking when it comes to like the, just anybody that's a winning record, they just completely shut the bed, you know? 
Uh, of course, anybody under that, they absolutely torch because it's just two fucking leaping it to <laughs> Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, and those two running backs here, you know, absolutely smashing it. They are great to watch. Uh, they're a good team, but I think it's very it's it, they're suffering wrong there mentally that that they need to kind of like kick on. Maybe it's because their coach, uh, Mike McDaniel, isn't it, is a, a fucking little nerd. Uh, I don't know why I don't like that guy. Like I don't really know. I can't really put it on it. To me, I don't know. He's like a, he's got the head of a young pedophile, you know, or uh, a tech worker who's a real prick, you know, who thinks he's better than everyone else. He's got something. It's that young arrogance, you know. It's that young arrogance in the NFL. Uh, I I think though, by the way things it is, I know they keep bringing up the whatever team there. You know, it's like Sirianni, Lafleur. Uh, and fucking everybody from the one coaching team, I think it was Washington in 2013, they've all become brilliant head coaches and stuff like that. Uh, but I reckon, <laughs> like, I reckon at this stage of the NFL, with that, with Sean McVay was one of the ones that probably started it. Uh, I feel like, you know, like the Falcons have interviewed Bill Belichick and stuff like that. I just say like, there's, I just say like, if you walk in now as an NFL coach, you're like, hey, I'm inventive. And I am forty years old. Half the NFL are going to be like, "Okay, we got our, we've got our own one." This guy's young, you know. He's not like Andy Reid's fucking sucking on Werther's originals on the sideline. No disrespect to Andy Reid; he is way more invented than anybody else in the NFL. But you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, they were really showing the Taylor Swift stuff. That was a very cold game, I believe. Uh, Taylor Swift came on in the big Kelsey jacket. Uh, people are saying Kelsey's not playing well. He's still playing like better than 90% of the tight ends in the league. And they're all like, it's because, it's probably because like, Taylor Swift's there now that he's a little bit distracted. And I'm like, you know what I think it is? I think it's because his body has been fucking destroyed weekly for about 10 years. That's what I reckon it is. I reckon he's in his 30s and his body is basically starting to collapse due to the repeated battering. It's probably fuck all to do with Taylor Swift. Uh, he must be fuming. I can, you could tell Travis Kelsey. That feels like a thing that would really get to him. I might be wrong, but I feel like deep down he's he'd be like, you fucking what? You know, if he finds someone who's say, say, like saying that, he'd just run them over in his pickup truck. I don't know where Kansas go from this. I'm not sure if I want them to win it. I don't think they will win it. I really don't want them actually to go there. I just can't. Be, I'm just bored of them. You know, they're just good. Uh, work it out. They have an elite quarterback. They don't even. He doesn't even have wide receivers, and look where far he is already. And he'll probably win the next game as well. I'm very sorry here for yawning. I don't really know what's happened. I played a game of football yesterday, and. Uh, Clearly haven't recovered. Uh, everything hurts. Everything hurts. Oh, put me down, daddy. Uh, don't ever say that again, Ryan. Put me down, daddy. That's uh, That sounded sexual in a way that shouldn't be sexual. So I apologize. Big game of the playoffs, I would say the biggest shock of them all was the P Green Bay Packers uh, beating the Dallas Cowboys 48-32. I mean, that scoreline... That scoreline flatters Dallas. That that game was like 36. That's a 36-0 game, you know. That's like a Packers were at least 30 points better than them. You know, I know at the end of it ended 16 or whatever. It's still two scores or whatever, two, two eight-point conversions. But that was, that was easy. Even the garbage time scores from Dallas were because, like, the Packers put on their, their young guys, their second team. I'm pretty sure they even pulled out. Jordan Love in the, the, the fourth quarter and stuff like that. But uh, very, very funny to see 
very, very on. It's just very fucking Dallas Cowboys to do that. You know, that, that's prime Dallas Cowboys. They utterly look good, do well, and then totally shit the fucking bed every single time. Uh, yeah, the score isn't reflective. Well played to the Green Bay Packers. Absolutely seem to have gotten a little bit of like belief in themselves at the very right time and stuff like that. And uh, Jordan Love's obviously playing very, very well. Uh, and the defense were coming up with um, with a lot of plays. I saw Jair Alexander tweet. And I will apologize because in the discard, I did use the word retard, uh, which obviously isn't on. I was upset. All right. I was upset. But I shouldn't be using that word. I apologize. Uh, I think it was in my head because I saw Jair Alexander tweet. Someone sent that was basically like, Jair Alexander, listening to him talk, you can tell that he's at a clinically mentally retarded stage, you know, like like a very, like, fucked, right? But that's, he, by God, he can ball. <laughs> and I think that's where, I, where it was in my head. Uh, but Jair Alexander, yeah, he really popped up. Uh, did quite well. I think he got injured near the end of the game. I'm not sure if he's out long or how that goes. But the Green Bay Packers, from here on in, it's just... Uh, even from the last game, it's, it's all a free play. Pressure's up. They've done well to get here. Uh, and they'll look forward to the old... Uh, they'll look forward to Jordan Love in the future. Uh, I don't know where they go from here. I'm not even sure who they're playing next. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. I, I've got it written down at the end, so I'll go back to it. Jerry Jones, by the way, in that game... Uh, like, I've, I've made the joke... Everybody on the internet's made the joke about Jerry Jones being mad racist now in the, uh, in the changing rooms or on the things or... You know what I mean? Because he's an old... He's an old plantation owner, basically. <laughs> but imagine him looking at Twitter about his own racism. He'd be like, what's happening? You know, chatting to his daughter. What are they saying about me? And she's just like, you know what, Jerry? You don't want to know. You know? A lot of hard R's being, paraf- <laughs> being, being quoted from you. I've never done it. A lot of hard R's, Jerry. We're going to have to clean up your image. Because whatever this 90-year-old... Angry Republican white guy is not a good look anymore. Yeah, but anyway, good game. Absolutely well done to the Greek Bay Packers. Uh, we had the Detroit Lions versus the Rams. This is another game I actually didn't see. I only saw the highlights of this one. Uh, 24-23, the Detroit Lions overcame the the Rams, you know. Uh, but yeah, their Lions, so was like their first playoff win in a long time. And I, I just sat there thinking, God, they're like the Mayo not not like mayonnaise, like some of you, like County Mayo, GAA, of the NFL. Just They're just fucking cursed. They ain't going to win shit ever. I can see them absolutely shit in the bed. I actually thought they were going to lose that game. Uh, and I, Even though they lost by a point eventually, but I thought that's going to be... You know, that's funny. That's like a Goff versus Stafford switching teams. I always like that, you know, because they're both got a little bit of bite in them, you know, trying to show which one comes out on top. Uh, and Detroit did, but Detroit do have a lot of better players. All right, the Barlick wide receivers. Oh, well, Amron said, Amron Rassant Brown has been better than Cooper Cup this year, but we'll give Cooper some sort of leeway here. Uh, Kirby Joseph ended Tyler Higby. Worst time to get a snapped ACL, because like, even if you must get it halfway through the season, there's a good chance you're going to be back. But if you snap an ACL now, like they just did to Tyler Higby, I mean, he's going to come back at like week 10 of next season. So he must be absolutely furious uh, at that hit because it was a very dangerous low hit. I understand there's low hits like 
stopping runners on a pile and stuff like that uh, and things like that are coming in from the side I understand the thing but that one was just him standing straight and he dived he had all the time in the world to think and he just dived low and completely fucking wrecked him that's the second tight end he ended Hawkinson as well and you're just kind of like you know I've seen some stuff on the NFL and you're just like somebody needs to fucking jump in on this at some stage uh, finally, we got the Buffalo Bills versus the Steelers. Uh, yep, thirty-one seventeen. I mean, we shouldn't have been there. Uh, I think. I think like there was obviously a lot of hype, and then there was a lot of Bills fans. I thought it was just so fucking annoying coming out. Like I seen just so many people online, just Twitter. It's just Twitter, just American Bills fans. Not even, not even thing. Even though like people got strays, I got shot strays from people in my Discord and people in other groups. But I don't think it's mostly Americans. You know, um, they were chatting about look how great our fans are shoveling the snow out of the thing, and I'm just like, how about your fucking franchise pay for your snow to be shoveled? And also, they didn't seem to do much because every everybody during the game was literally just show pictures of people like completely covered in snow. Uh, a lot of shit was going on in that game. I don't think we we didn't deserve to. We didn't even deserve to be in that game anyway. Didn't deserve to win it. They were a much better team. Uh, uh, Josh Allen just uh, kind of balled out a little bit. And I mean, his, his stats didn't look it. His stats were basically matching Mason Rudolph's bar that 50-yard run touchdown. But at the same time, uh, he, he, he was much more in control of things. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, there was a lot of just t- fuckery around, you know. Fuckery was afoot with Ed Oliver's late hit, but whatever. Connor McGovern's one that ruled out Porter. Again, these didn't change. They weren't going to change the, the result, really. But just when we were getting a comeback, just the referees turned it on. There was just one drive where everything, they were just going out of their way. And it, and it was made worse by Tony Romo and people just pretending they didn't know the rules or something, like just gagging for something to go their way it was a pretty shite watch it was like watching a gary neville it was like watching gary neville commentate on a man united game we were just like whoa stinky stinky so yeah the bills mafia sky and the refs stank you know i felt that game but anyway uh they won and i think they'll, they should do well uh they should do well you'll always do well when josh allen's your quarterback but I don't think they obviously. I think they're definitely not as good as they have been older years. They're definitely not as reliable. They did go missing again in random quarters against us. Uh, they did just, you know, our de- defense stepped up. Uh, but I, I don't really know what we go where where we go from here. It's going to be very interesting. I don't know if we go the quarterback route. I reckon we won't. I reckon it's just one of those things. Our team defense. We have enough stars on both sides that I feel like this should work now with a quarterback. So as much as we go and like plug it in, will our roster is going to look brilliant? But that's what happened this year. The start of this year, our roster looked very good. We had a lot of talent, and it wasn't utilized. And Canada left, and then the quarterback play has been other fucking. It's just different quarterbacks all the time. It's, that's never going to lead you towards the Super Bowl. It, you, like it's that's just a uh, you're trying out different things. And fair play to Mason, he took his opportunity as well as he could. Uh, I think he'll earn himself the backup spot and cut Trubisky and will maybe, I don't know, draft a sixth-round quarterback behind fucking Mason and go with Kenny Pickett. I personally would like to see Kirk Cousins or Justin Fields if they become available on the the, the old free agency list. But, uh, you know, dreamers, <laughs> was it? Beggars can't be choosers. 
uh, but it'll be interesting to see where that goes. So next up uh, for next week, I'm going to give a couple of wee predictions. I don't know what you guys think of this. You can complain to me if you think otherwise. Uh, we've got the Ravens and the Texans. That's a Saturday night half-nine kickoff. That's going to be very interesting. Uh, I know the Ravens will be thing. I reckon the Ravens will come over, overcome them because it's just one of those things. I don't know if the Texans' de- defense is good. Like they're they're play the Texans' defense is all like Stingley and like they've got a lot of good players like that and like defensive backs. But that I don't even that's just not the the Ravens' offense anyway. Like so. You'd be like, oh, a lockdown, Rashad Bateman and Zay Flowers, and you're just like, cool. That's, I mean, Zay Flowers is very good, obviously, but I mean, he's not like pinnacle to the attack. Uh, so I think the Ravens might overrun them. And I, as much as I think CJ Stroud will do well, I think the Ravens' defense will come up when it's needed against either him or other players. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if CJ Stroud threw 400 yards, four touchdowns and two interceptions, but the two interceptions were kind of like critical. That's what I feel like it's going to go. So I'm going to go for narrow Ravens as much as I want the Texans to do one. I reckon the Ravens have got that in the Baggio. Roberto Baggio. Uh, Packers versus 49ers. Now, I feel like that should be a step too far for the Packers, uh, but you never fucking know in this day and age. You know, one player goes down and the whole fucking thing changes. But uh, I would say the 49ers are going to just win that, especially, you know, I think there's a, I mean, I don't know how they're going to stop Debo and Christian McCaffrey and all with that front. So, uh, and I don't think many people will. I think they're going to end up winning the Super Bowl, the 49ers. So it'll be a fun game. All games are actually fun, obviously, now. Uh, probably the worst of the games is the one after, which is the Lions Buccaneers, uh, which will be, I mean, I feel like the Lions should take that. Uh, they have enough players to overdo that. I think that's a, a Lions win uh, over the baker's last stand but again baker fair play to him and fair play to the buccaneers for getting that far uh divisional round then it is the bills chiefs uh finally to to send us off to send us off to sleep uh so that'll be good fun uh i would like to see that uh i will see that i'm basically going to skegness this weekend the old butlins and with gareth wall so we're trying to get down to uh we're trying to get to like skegness early enough after the thing, so that we can watch the 49ers-Packers game in Skegness. <laughs> and then we'll drive back, and hopefully get, we'll be back in time for like the Lions-Buccaneers. But So I'll let you know how that goes. Uh, that's pretty much all it is for this this week. There's a lot of playoff games. There's not a lot to talk about uh, here for myself. I will be doing a Patreon episode after this. So please make sure you um, listen to that as well. Um, good luck for your teams, whoever's out there, and uh, I'll see you next week. That's all for this week's Clearing Oblivious. Make sure you join us for next week's episode. Join the Patreon and leave us five stars if you've enjoyed. See you soon.